Welcome to the Chill with Phil weekly podcast. Everything about e-commerce, digital marketing, growth hacking, strategies, and more. If you're passionate about these topics, you will definitely want to hang out with us the next hour. Now, here's your host, Phil Kiprianu. Hey guys, welcome and this is Phil Kiprianu for Chill with Phil podcast this is my number one podcast so oh 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 one first time in and we are starting our today because we are doing it with some of the most important stuff when you're starting a store is knowing your metrics and i think that most of the people when they're jumping into e-commerce they're testing a bunch of stuff here and there but they don't really know what's going on and they learn through uh, the time they're doing e-commerce. <clears throat> so today, my goal is to tell you basically the most important golden key matrix of e-commerce, but I will go around and explain you as well why they are important and what this can make a huge difference basically when you are starting your e-commerce store. So first of all, um, since this event basically is live from on my Facebook group, which is Ecom Strategy, and might change the name soon, but I will keep you informed about it. And uh, since I'm streaming live and recording live this at the same time, I will be changing screen sometimes. So there's stuff inside that you won't be able to see, but doesn't matter because you're listening right now, you can come back and watch the entire video right away. So we are going to jump basically on my uh, screen, my first screen, which is the very small presentation basically because um, I didn't want to get too much uh, deep, let's say, into uh, the whole thing, but I will explain it live uh, at the same time. So let me show you that and guys, I know that there's people listening right now and that's totally amazing. I'm super glad that you jumped in also. So here are the top um, metrics and yes, it's not. I'm just not gonna present you that and not telling you anything about it, but yes, I'm going to explain each point and why they are very important. So like you know, game have changed on Facebook, but not only on Facebook, on Google as well. and Basically, what's going on is mainly, first of all, customers' behavior I've changed. And customers' behavior, uh, because they have changed, have also an effect on how they convert and when they will convert as well in the, in the whole funnel, in their whole customer journey. And from that, what we've seen is increase of cost, cost per acquisition, and uh, and not only on Facebook, basically most of the channel, except the new channels, have had a huge increase. When I'm, I'm talking about uh, the channels, it's, uh, the main channels are Facebook and Google AdWords. Uh, for sure, when we're talking about YouTube, it's totally different. When we're talking about Pinterest, it's totally different. Uh, if we're talking about native, it's totally different as well. But there's also an impact on how uh, and how much you need in terms of money to convert them. Now, profit margin is one of the most important part of the business now because basically, if you don't have a good profit margin, it's going to be very hard to get these people uh, 
these first customers because cost overall increased like crazy. So if people have been doing here uh, tonight uh, the t-shirts part on Teespring back in the days, I mean, it was easy to get $3 conversion rate, you know, and get these people for their first time and get this, um, basically this this, uh, this sales and the cost of it for $3. But now things have changed. Yes, it is possible on some part of the countries. It is possible to always tweak and find a way, but globally, it is harder than ever to get that kind of numbers now. So you want to make sure that your profit margin is enough high to be able to gather this uh, customers. Okay. So if you're doing, um, if you're selling low budget or very low type of products that are, you know, even like the free plus shipping part of it, it's getting harder to make it work because upfront traffic is way expensive and you can look also at your CPM just to give you an idea of how competitive now is the market. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Kim here on the chat tells me that now around eight to fifteen dollars uh, making teas is not feasible uh, for ads with IOV totally, totally because right now it's almost the cost to acquire customers and in some case it's even much more expensive now for similar type of products or even similar type of AOV. So your return on ad spend will be one, which I mean, basically you will lose money because even if it's equal to your spend, you have cost of the product there, which doesn't work anymore. So right now what we're aiming, I would say that is anything between 15 and $30 where we have space to spend, okay? And this is not the product margin. This is just the, the amount of dollars that we need from each product to make at least to cover our ad spend. What we consider good is anything over 50% margin when you're selling uh, stuff globally. But if you think about it, 50% margin, and you take a product that costs, let's say, 100 bucks and you want to sell it, so it's $50 that is left, and from there, you need to remove probably, depending on how it's going to convert at a certain point, between $15 and $30. So if we remove $30, it's going to be $20. And because the AOV here is $100, it might cost even more. Okay. And this is where we're going to talk also about the AOV, the LTV, buying frequency, return on investment, cost, um, conversion rate, and bounce rate. So these are all the matrix that we're going to talk about. So basically profit margin is very important and it's to find also the sweet spot, you know, finding the sweet spot for the product that you're going to sell and the one, then the one that's going to make the most sense in terms of the ads that you're going to run to your audience and all this kind of thing, because this will have again a very big impact. Now Facebook looks at a bunch of stuff when you're running ads and it's not as simple as it used to be because they're checking they put so many fans before getting to the customers or giving you like the the bid the winning bid to get in front of your customers that is getting much more complicated to get this high quality and low uh, and low cost so you have to look basically 
at everything from your page engagement, from the quality of your image, from the quality of your content in the ad post. And basically, if it's going to resonate uh, with your customers and up to that is not only on the ad is after the ad on the post click, basically. So when people get on your page, it needs to be relevant as well, but not relevant in sense of the ads, but relevant in sense of the um, the product page as well and Facebook will look inside the product page if it's just not a simple page where there's nothing and just a catch or an opt-in that doesn't really resonate with your ad it will look for much more so you need to have a structure um, really structured website to make it work especially with some products and basically they're not inventing anything because Google was there first and was already doing exactly the same stuff you know years ago uh, I remember probably around 2010 or 2012 I don't exactly remember when but it was around that time where it was getting very complicated at a certain point to do contests on Google AdWords because they were asking now policies they were asking menu bars they were asking a bunch of stuff on the landing page to make it more legit and to make it relevant and also offer a better customer experience to um, their uh, their audience so it's a bit the same thing that we're now seeing with Facebook is all this kind of stuff that they want to make sure is just not uh, another scam going on because I can tell you now uh, in, when we're talking about customers' behavior, uh, customers that have been buying through Facebook knows much more now than they used to know. And they're much more fast when they don't like something about turning it down, getting like a, a bad emoji or getting negative feedback on your ads. So this have a huge impact again on your, um, your ads and uh, your CPA basically. So it's why you need a good profit margin there first. And like I say, I consider anything over 50% up the best. Uh, you can probably be able to run something around 40%, but that won't leave you a lot of money if you want to scale, basically. Because like you know, the biggest problem is not running small budget and making dollars on each is to scale at a certain point, to increase the volume. And when you increase the volume, what's happening is cost per action basically will increase at the same time. So you will have less margin. So instead of doing, let's say $20 per products that you're going to sell, you will make probably $5, you know, so it will be up to four times, uh, five times less than it could be normally. So you have to double check that four or five times. I don't remember. I have to do my math now. <laughs> Here you go. But you understand, I mean, the ID behind. So that's really um, the, the first thing that is the most important when you start checking your product. So that's a very big issue, especially when you're doing POD, because print on demand, like you're we're talking about T-shirt, hoodie, sweatshirt, mugs or anything like that. Most of the time, the, the the people, the perceived value of this type of product is not high. So which means that you have less margins to make uh, it able to convert, which will affect the whole, um, your whole net profit in your pocket at the end. So that's one thing here. The other thing also that we can talk about is the return on ad spend. So this is the second most important part of it 
because if you're not following closely your return on ad spend, you will basically lose a lot of money. So some people are looking at the return on ad spend like, okay, I have two X, I'm good, I'm making money. But remember that these numbers doesn't mean anything if you didn't do the math first, okay? I have uh, an Excel sheet somewhere that I will share uh, at a certain point with you guys. Uh, I just need to simplify the, the, the calculus behind it so it's easy for you to, to use it. But I created a sheet to calculate basically the, the ROAS that you need to break even or to make money once you know your profit margin on a product. And that is super helpful because in some case, basically, you can have uh, a 1.75 uh, return on ad spend and you will make money with some products and other products you will need to make five times return on ad spend to make money you know so this number is very important because it's not tight to an to a, a number out there uh, coming from uh, from upstairs you know it's 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 a number that is tight to your profit margin okay so it's why it's second there because it's very very important that you understand that part in now the other thing after that comes in is the average order value a lot of people are talking about average order value and this is a tricky thing because everyone is looking to increase that and there's multiple ways of doing it but Remember that the average order value is as good as your profit margin again, okay? So you can put two products inside each of them. Have, uh, the, the, the retail will be $25, but if one of them, I mean, the profit margin is 20% and the other is 50%, you need to make sure that it adds on at the end also because you might again lose money. So you really need to be able to um, to choose wisely which product will be your first and which product will be your second to increase that. Or you need to have a product that is enough IAOV that will answer your product your uh, your uh, profit margin that you're looking for and will make sense also with your return on ad spend. Okay, they are all linked together. So that's very important to understand there because if these three don't work together, the rest, so the LTV, buying frequency, return on investment, uh, conversion rate and bounce rate will not work. Okay, so it's very important. These are the three really the three main golden matrix that you need and especially on a new store or store where the buying frequency is very low because what's going to happen is mainly is you will never do more money also from this this exact customer so this is a mindset that you need to think is the mindset is Basically, imagine if you had one time to get these customers and how much you can get it from it and you need to make sure that 
you will make money out of it okay because if not if you're not able to get this customer uh, back I mean you will lose it forever and you will not make money anymore from from it again okay so that's uh, that's one thing that is very important hope I'm clear on that um, and the next thing that will fill out so basically the next thing is where you're gonna make the gravy and in most of the stores that I've looked for the past year I find that the main problem is an LTV that makes sense with the old profit margin again but also with the buying frequency so two things are tied together inside this now is the buying frequency and the lifetime value of a customers so if you have basically this uh, customer that's gonna buy one time only I mean the LTV will equal your AOV okay it will be one time and that's it you will never see him again and it, it's gonna be exactly the same number so it's why the importance here that you maximize your profit right from the start and there will be an exception here the exception will be if you are in lead generation mode that's something I can explain a bit later because it's gonna be a bit different uh, in terms of how you should approach that old concept here so basically that basically now that you know about the LTV and this was short because lifetime value could be if someone buys one time or if someone buys three time this is going to be the amount of a customers that generates on your store now the buying frequency is is the other one and should be probably over the LTV I think it's it's much more important than the LTV in most case scenarios and the reason why is you need to bring to really make money and to really milk it you need to make this people come back again and buy again could be either the same product or could be a new product complementary product or anything like that the goal is to create um, some sort of uh, habits so people buy over and over the reason why Amazon is so successful is they are able to create that kind of habits on their store you know and think about it you know if you want to uh, start let's say um, get in shape you know you have to go to the gym but it's not by going to the gym once that you're going to be in shape you need to go two, two times three times and every week for three months in a row so you need to find strategies where you can create habits in people and especially find products where people can buy over and over and knows at certain point they will be part of your tribe and be part of your, uh, your, your, your store, the old concept because they will be tied to this brand that you're building and this is also how you build a brand. It's by frequency. It's not by a one-time deal again there is some exception on that you know you can take Rolex most of the people will buy a Rolex once in their lifetime and they will probably buy at five thousand dollars and if you're looking at their numbers um, they're not making dollars 
at with this five thousand dollars Rolex, they're making their money with the higher hand or people that are buying often more than one time. But this um, entry level product is a bit like some sort of the incentives or to give them a base and also consolidate their brand as well, you know. But again, that's that's the the exception here. It's totally different. But buying frequency is very important because this will increase uh, basically your lifetime value. And if you're able to understand that buying frequency, this is where you are going to be able to predict your investment. So it's where exactly you will know if it's worth to lose on the first time customer or not. But this, you cannot know that right off the box. You cannot know that right from the start you cannot know that with probably your first i don't know like uh, 100 customers in most of the time it takes some data and time and also you to figure out what's gonna be the product or the service or whatever that will bring people over and over and that will create that buying frequency higher and that will help you basically to have a better understanding on how to invest and what kind of money you need to invest and what kind also of product margin that you need upfront for that. So it's why like the buying frequency is very important and buying frequency also can differ from niche to niche or store to store, verticals from verticals. It depends a lot of a, a lot of stuff. But what I can tell you is <clears throat> most of the stores that I've been auditing the past year have a very low uh buying frequency most of the store that are doing drop shipping have a very low buying frequency and one of the main reason is the type of products they're selling and um and like you know i mean how long it takes the quality of it and all this kind of, of things so the mindset around that is if you are really looking to build a, a, a good lifetime value of your customers, you need to also invest in uh, the customer experience because you want to bring back and to create that frequency that basically will help you to make your store sustainable. It just doesn't make sense at a certain point to start over and over again. You know, you have um, your mailing list that you're building while, while you have uh, you're, you're getting customers, so it's it's just good. Uh, to get them back and buy other stuff, complementary product. Even you can create surveys to know basically what they need. You know, what would be great to have, especially with their last purchase. <clears throat> you know, sometimes you just ask. Now, a quick comparison. And it's not like I would say, you know, the best comparison in the world, but it's a good one. It me Like, imagine you, you were a restaurant owner and you would have always one-time customers you know one time only they're coming one time they never come back again imagine how hard it would be to keep that restaurant open after a certain point you know <clears throat> it's a bit the same thing here is you gonna get tired at a certain point if you're not able to build from your customers as well so it's not a part here that you need to to take in consideration now, the next one is the return on investment. Return on investment, I mean, it's, it's basically if you're making money or not from all your 
um, all your efforts that you, you, you've been doing. And I put that basically a bit higher here, but I think this should be at the end because basically from all your effort, everything that you did and you done and this, basically if you looked at everything from all this golden key matrix, you should have made money at the end in your pocket. If not, I mean, there's really a problem in somewhere in um, in the in these matrix. The CR, the conversion rate. So that's a good one because basically I really, I mean, I'm really shocked each time that I see um, a screenshot where people are showing their numbers uh, on Facebook. We're seeing that mostly on Facebook. I've never seen that on Twitter, but I'm not very much on Twitter. So I don't know if people are sharing that elsewhere. But basically, when people are sharing that on Facebook or even like, let's say, YouTube, and they show like this big numbers and they show like this ICR, which is conversion rate. And now people are going crazy and they think they made a lot of money. Yes, probably in some case, but in most cases, you have to question yourself. You have to go back there. What was their product profit margin? What was their return on ad spend? What was their AOV? What was their LTV? What was their buying frequency? Okay. I know people that are doing like 5, 10, 12% and they're showing their screenshot. And basically they're not making any money because conversion rate doesn't mean anything at the end if product margin and all the numbers I've, I've talked to you about are making sense. You can be having, you can be selling $1 products and you will have like 20% conversion rate, but it will cost you $15 to, uh, to get these customers at $1. You see? <clears throat> so that's basically is just CR it just doesn't make sense if you don't have the rest of the data. If you have the rest of the data, now you're able to, to see what makes sense and where you should improve your conversion rate and what makes it down or all this kind of stuff, you know. So you need a lot more, much more metrics before seeing what a good conversion rate is. And it's not because it's on another store that it's uh, it's good or bad than yours. It just depends on the niche. So there are stores basically that are doing an AOV of $50 and these will run at 3% conversion rate and they will be profitable. Some stores will run an AOV of $100 and they will have 1% conversion rates and they will be profitable. Some people will run a uh, $1,000 AOV and their conversion rate will be 0.2% and they will be profitable. You see, that doesn't mean anything at the end. It just means that you need to check first your number upstairs before uh, seeing what you can do with your conversion rate. So once you get this information, and and you know that you have the proper AOV that that um, match your your niche or your verticals, then you have your proper profit. You're already doing money. You know you can are able to control your return on ad spend. Now after I mean you are able to see you know what I can do to increase that conversion rate 
without changing the rest you know how I can improve that and one part of improving is your bounce rate we're talking about customer experience first and how Facebook now and even um, Google is looking at the customer experience one of the easiest way to increase your conversion rate and your customer experience is to make your site load faster okay most of the sites even on Shopify and whatever ClickFunnel sometimes WordPress Magento whatever have a very high bounce rate you know because they're either not configured properly they have super uh, heavy images so that takes forever to load too many scripts too many this too many that and that creates over a 20 and 80 percent sorry bounce rate and which gives a signal back to Facebook and tells hmm this side people are bouncing back it seems that they don't really like what they're seeing and they're going back on our side and looking for other stuff you know compared to a side that will be 50% bounce rate or even like 60 let's say which is not bad so that will bring and will say oh there's at least like 40% that likes that okay that's great might be good I mean it's not the end of the world there they're probably you know surfing on this website and defining their stuff that doesn't seem that there's something like very big technically that uh, prevent them to do uh, things but when it's I basically Facebook will question itself and will say oh are, are we sending people to the right place you know think about it are we sending people to the right place and that's basically what you're looking to do is to improve that experience and bounce rate is is one of probably the easiest way and first place to start with even before changing the color of your add to cart button or doing anything else there is to look at it on how you can improve that part if it's um, images scripts or apps that are interfering or even like the the theme that you're using you know sometimes there's so many stuff in the themes that just doesn't answer the first need of a customer remember that a customer wants to when they go on the site and they've seen your ads is it's already resonating there I mean the only thing that uh, that could create a friction you should have already removed and to make it simple for them to buy and you don't want them to click and finally nothing is loading and you basically lose them because the experience is not good so that are basically the most important key matrix here that will make a huge difference for you this year if you take that seriously okay so starting back profit margin okay so make sure you have enough margin to not only make dollars but to scale then your return on ad spend make sure that you get you get the right return on ad spend on uh, wh when you spend your dollars basically <laughs> okay don't try to say oh I, I have a 2x return on ad spend I should make money no check your numbers make sure that 2x is the right number for you might be 5x might be uh, 10 times return on ad spend you need to make money but make sure that you have the right matrix to know when 
you are losing money and when you're making money okay and always think about if you're scaling okay you have enough margin because remember when scaling your CPA might go up then AOV okay AOV average order value make sure it as it matches with your with your profit ma margin make sure it's uh, in the right um, in the right let's say bundle of it you know which means that okay if I decide to 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 create two products to increase or to have an upsell to increase or to have an in-card upsell to increase or anything that uh, that your profit margin will continue to be big enough and that will not create any friction okay with your customers that's that's one of the reason I prefer to upsell through email once I get people in it's just like it's much more easier to not screw my first AOV there okay because if you try to put too much or too much distraction you might lose people so instead of buying it will create it will distract them and they will see oh this is great product let's click on it and they will forget that for what they were they, they were on the site and now they decide to just leave the and don't buy anything okay so that's one thing that is very important LTV lifetime value remember that lifetime value is equal to your AOV or if someone buys more which means the frequency is higher this will be included inside so make sure that you get that in that's very important uh, buying frequency very important this is really where you can make a lot of money is really engaging with your past buyers and making sure that you're able to convert them because you already paid for them so remember that these customers you already paid for them and you probably made money also now you just need to make sure you're um, sending them the right product right offer complimentary product or anything that fits with them and just try to increase now that LTV from there <clears throat> then after that uh, like I say ROI is at the at the at the bottom completely at the bottom uh, just because if you are already did that well you will get a really great return on investment uh, cost um, conversion rate remember conversion rate only works when you know what's your AOV what's your profit margin and all this kind of stuff if all the numbers are making sense at the top now you can see you know what you need to do in terms of increasing your conversion rate and never compare your conversion rate with other sites okay it just don't work like that every site in every vertical okay have their own matrix this is a matrix that is for you it's not for, for the others yes you can see how people are making better their stuff but doesn't mean it will work the same so one thing I'm seeing a lot is these guys are getting these team and they're showing like oh I'm doing like 6% conversion rate you're getting the same thing and you're getting 1% conversion rate the reason is it's just not the right product the same product the same vertical the same targeting the same this the same that and all this kind of thing and if you get 1% no worry as long as you make your profit okay 
And after that, you're starting from there and you start optimizing step by step, you know? And one of the easiest way to do that is by the bounce rate, looking at your bounce rate, okay? And like I said, bounce rate, super easy. You start with images, scripts, uh, apps, or anything that can interfere. And even sometimes, like I say, I mean, go from scratch, you know? Take like the simple or simplest, whatever, I mean, theme out there that is, there's nothing inside. It's just like a, a real basic skeleton <clears throat> and start with that, you know? Uh, install Oddjar to see what people are doing and go step by step with them and see, you know, how you can improve the customer experience to increase, uh, to lower, sorry, the bounce rate and to increase the customer experience. Here we go, guys. Um, <clears throat> so that's pretty much, uh, for that part for today. And that was a short, that was also my first podcast under chill with Phil. Um, I'm going to upload that. So it will be basically available soon as possible. Um, this is a, a first experience for me. So while we, you are listening right now on your car, um, this was streamed on Facebook Live, and you can always come back and check our videos on the Ecom Strategy group. That might change the name, but I will tell you more about that or let you know about uh, what will be the link or any way, anything. But really, that's uh, my first podcast, and on uh, the Chill with Phil podcast, we're going to talk about e-commerce, uh, performance marketing, lead generation, anything that really can help you to grow your business right on. So guys, thank you for joining me and um, talk to you very soon, guys. Thanks. You've just listened to the Chill with Phil podcast with your host, Phil Kiprianu. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play and catch our next episode.